1: Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Is It Just Me, the podcast that basically likes to debate the very trivial things in a very, very serious way. I am one of your hosts, I'm James Williams.
2: And you're sounding so commanding and scary.
1: Am I? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Hi, I'm Joe Elvin, I'm the other one.
1: <laughs> I'm a yeah. pussycat, really. Yeah. Um, yes. yeah. And thank you for joining us. Uh, and it's not just us, don't worry, it's not just us two losers sat in the room. We've got our third loser, no, only yes. joking. <laughs> yeah. We are joined today by what can only be described as a genuine wordsmith yeah she Ooh. is a celebrated poet and writer obviously working um,
2: in magazines we've not met one n- of those no people. we haven't uh, yeah. yeah
1: few and far between <laughs> uh she's a celebrated really poet, poet and writer uh she's just back she's fresh back from the edinburgh festival uh and she's been hanging out with margaret atwood i mean she's really billy Bi- billy big bollocks uh officially your title i'm afraid so but I now i reveal it's of course lovely charlie cox hi hi that was
3: glorious <laughs> have you
1: ever been called billy big bollocks before uh
3: billy big bollocks cox has a really good <laughs> ring to for a poet yeah, I so definitely one for the insta handle if i can steal yeah. that further
1: it's all break? yours
2: we'll work at a reasonable rate <laughs> yeah i'll yeah. take it
1: <laughs> so how have you been i mean you've had one hell of a summer by the sound of things
3: it's been boozy <laughs> 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 um it's my prerogative as a poet to do events and get quite drunk yeah and find anecdotes in fun obscure situations. But professionally as well, it has been not boozy and really quite like interesting.
1: Now, I've got to say, Edinburgh is one of those things it's on my bucket list. I've never got around to doing <gasps> it. Not. No, and I feel nice like it, it's one, be one be of those things I feel like a slight failure in life. We're
3: both what? Edinburgh
2: virgins. I oh,
1: know. Yeah. I've get been get to Edinburgh,
2: this. but not the festival.
1: Next year, we're going to do a podcast recording from Edinburgh. Should we say that now? <laughs> we're
2: going to book out whatever the big venue there is. <laughs> well, let's and start small. Big, yeah. inflatable,
3: yeah. purple cow. Yeah, yeah. Sit, sit in its belly. Oh, yeah. so
1: how was it for you, Charlie, this year? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you've been before, right?
3: I've been... Well, it, was, it actually felt really special this year because I've been, for the last five years, as a point, I do not miss Edinburgh Fringe. It's my favourite time of year. And all the other times I've been, I've been the hungover one that smells like vinegary chips in the front seat. Like, <laughs> just might need to leave the show in a second. But always leave the most amazing inspired, I hate the word energy but like a joy de vivre I'm like yes, I want to go and write something, I want to be funnier, I want to really make an effort with my career and I never knew that that was as a performer and this year to go and perform for the first time felt really cool
2: And how was it the first performance? And obviously you performed before but was there something a bit, was there a layer of more nerve-wracking feeling or excitement or?
3: It felt this sounds so wanky, but I felt home, I felt placed. Wow, yeah,
2: that's great like, though.
3: Yes, this is all those times I've watched my friends and I felt really proud, but also this dull ache in my stomach as I've gotten an Uber home going, mm, so happy for them, why do I feel a bit... Uh, <laughs> like I want to kill like them. Like <laughs> I yeah. might not text them ever again. Yeah. Um, as soon as I stood up on stage at Edinburgh, I went, oh, this all makes sense now. I never have to feel that feeling again because I get to do it too.
2: Amazing. It sounds awful, doesn't no, it? Does no, doesn't. No, not at all. No, I
3: like it when, you know, I
2: think that we... Everybody has that. It's, it's not unhealthy, I don't think, to sort of, I don't know, be have that inspiration of ambition by saying well somebody else is doing that why can't I I could do that I think we're all
1: far too many of us are held back by that sort of faux humility and that Mm. almost slight embarrassment especially I think anything creative I hate to say it I think you always feel like you need to apologise because it doesn't feel like a real job Like even now when people say to me oh what do you do compared to like my friends who are lawyers and teachers and doctors I always take the piss out of it because it's not a real job but literally in quotation marks and you you just feel that need don't you to kind of know hey I'm in on it I know it's a silly job uh I and mean, unfortunately it takes, a wh- it takes i know it takes a while to shake that i think
3: yeah. going home and saying you know everyone's like oh at christmas time what have you been up to and all of my cousins have very normal jobs and then they look at me like mm, how's being professionally heartbroken <laughs> <laughs> really yeah they're like it's not a job but now i don't have to go hi i'm charlie and i'm a poet i can say hi i'm margaret atwood's warm
1: up act I mean that's pretty amazing gonna
3: take <laughs> take that that
2: if you're going to be anyone's same. warm
1: up bitch yeah. I mean it's been Margaret Atwoods because obviously I mean she launched Me her Max. book in London a few weeks ago and you were there how, how was it meeting the self great Margaret Atwood really scary <laughs> 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 Did you have one of those things like, what the hell am I going to say? Do you rehearse the conversation in your head for meeting? It was meeting
3: like her? meeting the Queen. I just sort of stood there like, uh, hello. Um, I've got absolutely nothing of worth to say to you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm hyping this up. You're never going to remember this. You will not care that you've met me. Um, and then proceeded to unclip all the posters that had my name and her name on and roll them up. <laughs> <in my bag. laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's yeah, all that's I need. Fantastic. Is, is one
1: framed in your loo already?
3: Uh, yeah and I only got back for <laughs> <out. Okay>.
1: yeah <laughs> one's on eBay and so were you
2: what went into the thought process of what you would perform in that? Uh,
3: I try and be as loose with it as possible so it's quite important I think because a lot of the stuff that I write about and a lot of the stuff I perform is either very sad or um, very personal in a sexy way. so if there are lots of people over. 70 in the crowd I tend to do the sad stuff right and (laughs) if there's not then I think okay I can read the poem about porn Mm. yeah so I I really leave it until I'm up on stage and and see what panics me the most
2: yeah is that because you're worried you're going to offend or that they just won't understand
3: it just it all it takes in a room is one person to not like it Mm. and that just transcends into everyone else and it, it really throws me because I you know, I'm not performing to hundreds of thousands of people. I'm it's quite intimate, to, yeah. You know, tops 300, but usually like 40.
1: You can and see so faces, I can't see you? Yeah, can see people's
3: reactions. And I mean, I, I really messed it up in Edinburgh where I thought, no, do you know what? I'm going to do the set list that I want to do and did a poem about porn. And one of the lines is quite explicit. And then what is suddenly- <laughs> I'd rather make love to you than just simply let you fuck me. Right. Mm-hmm. And as I delivered that line, I looked into the pearly innocent eyes of two nine-year-olds sat oh. with their parents. <laughs> oh, no. <and> thought, <laughs> Why of all the days that I thought, do you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go for it. They've
2: probably heard that in coming from the mum and dad's bedroom at some point. But yeah, then but also yeah.
1: thought, do you come with a PG rating?
3: No, but I think I might have
1: to Go stop. on. Get, we have one on the podcast and we, we're very proud of it. Ad, adult content. Yes.
3: Well, yeah. Why? why censor it
1: exactly
2: and did you did you notice a look on anyone's face at that point or yes yeah right oh i thought this was a nice sort of thing about poems and then suddenly yeah, yeah there
3: are two and it's lovely because a lot of um people out of my usual demographic do tend to come to events when they're held in like a more literary setting because they're like oh she's the new which is the new sort of wave of poetry. William and, and, Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, and they're waiting for yeah. that. Yeah, And then they see me and go, oh, it's essentially just shit stand up and her having a breakdown in front of us. But we, you don't think that about it. Well, it, it is that, but I love that about it. It is sort of me trying to make light out of really shit stuff yeah yeah and yeah. do you
1: find then there is an archetypal like sort of audience member is it is it girls of, of a similar age who are going through similar stuff yeah. is that pretty much your audience, is, you'd say
3: if it's a if it's a ticketed event it's it's always really emotional um it's predominantly i'd say 17 to 30 year old women and there's always a lot of tears. Um it's a lot of crying people in the audience, a lot of crying people at signings. Does that freak you out? Because
2: I remember being, we hosted an event years ago when I worked at Glamour for um, Elizabeth Gilbert, the writer. Mm. And the thing that astonished me amongst her followers is the number of women when it came to the Q&A section who were putting their hands up and saying things like, Liz, should I get divorced? Yeah. Wow. And I just think that that was such an enormous pressure to put on someone who happens to have written a really cathartic, brilliant emotional book how should she know whether you should get divorced or not do you do you have that element
3: oh, I, I'm very grateful for it but I hate it because yeah. I mean I'm 24 mm-hmm. and I'm by no means fixed and I'm very open about that but I do also get a lot of mums that will come along and then mums that will come to the book signing and say how do I treat my daughter i like I don't know. You're a ma- like surely that's in your womb somewhere. <laughs> I can't. And, give I and don't. You, and know. you don't know her. But also, <laughs> yeah. And also, you're, you're not. I don't even know yeah. her name. You're not
1: out there as a qualified yeah. psychotherapist also, or psychologist. Yeah, I'm to, a you, poet yeah.
3: talking about being sad and sleeping with the wrong men. I'm not saying. And here's why you should go to CBT. You know, it, it is a lot of pressure, and I don't. I don't think in the past I've dealt with it as best I probably could have done. I get a lot of Instagram messages from young girls telling me about what's going on in their lives and their problems and how desperate they are to find help or find treatment or feeling like it's too late. And that is incredibly overwhelming mm. because it's, it is a new thing as well. You're so accessible to people. Yeah. yeah. So people think because they can instantly send you a message, you can instantly reply, but then you instantly have a responsibility over someone. And that really terrifies me. Mm. Yeah. I don't even have responsibility over myself. But well, you've, you've
2: made such an amazing career out of, yeah. out of this, and, and sort you. of like ridden this new wave of the resurgence of poetry and popularity. And we now. should
1: mention, your, obviously, your, your new book culminates in your new book, which yes. is out very, very soon on October third. October third. October third. Yes, Thank I you know. Very much. Uh, well, you know, we've got to keep the PR happy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, um, <laughs> Thinking back to when I was your age and and a, a little bit younger, and I had my heart broken many times, and went out with lots of terrible men, and slept with all the wrong men, and mm. wrote really terrible, shitty poetry in my diary that, and I would rather die than anybody ever see. I've you know their diaries are still in my house under lock and key, and I read them every now and again just to remind myself of God, look how look what a fully formed person you are now, and what a moron you were then. But how did you know? that what you were doing in that space was good? Do you know what I mean? How did you know, oh, actually, I might have something here. This is um, a trajectory I could go on.
3: That's a great question. Um But also, there's plenty of stuff in my diaries where it's like, oh, my God, what a moron. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff in my books where I think, oh, my God, what a moron. But I think that that's almost why it's good. Uh, or I hope that that's why it's good is because it's unflinchingly honest. Yeah. And yeah. it's... We all go through very similar trajectories. They just have different flavors. They just look a bit different. People have different names. But what it boils down to with how we feel, it's all pretty similar. It mm-hmm. just has happened on a different scale at a different time. And I'm, I've always tried not to edit my old work because you can never feel a feeling quite the same way again as you did yeah. in that moment. That's and so true. if it is a bit rubbish, there's, that's still great that yeah. you've still tried to exercise a feeling. Um, but I, I've had a really good job. Um, I left school really young, I left school at 16 and then sort of lied my way into many different offices pretending to be 30. And <laughs> makeup is just, <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> so good. Um, and then at 22, I thought, God, I am so miserable and way too stressed out over my job this young and i was crying at a friend and he said you love getting drunk and standing on our sofa and performing your poems why don't you do something with that i'm like "Mm, because have you ever heard of a rich poet (laughs) 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 he was like no but let's try (laughs) um and yeah i just started throwing it online thinking that i was mortified i really could not think of anything the first time
1: you did it did you literally feel like the sickest you ever felt in your life
3: it it was disgusting um, it still feels that way. I've yeah, the thought of another book coming out. I'm like, oh, well, guess you're just me. always
1: opening yourself up to critics, and unfortunately, the way the you know the, the world wide web, <laughs> the world wide web, the world wide web, and wild, right, the first. The, I know. Yeah. And obviously, you know, social media works now. is so that everyone is a critic. You know, yeah. even you know, there's no such thing as a qualified one anymore. Everyone is mm. you know. So I guess it must be really scary for people like you. But yeah. you know, hopefully, it's, don't let them get to you.
3: It is frightening, but also there's I i quite like it yeah but
2: look at the fan base you've got yeah look at yeah. the the people who are positive about what you're putting out
3: there exactly and, and it, the yeah. good thing about everyone being an unqualified critic is usually their criticism is so unqualified it's funny <laughs> yeah. and you're like that's okay
1: yeah mm. no yeah <laughs> that's so I, I feel true nothing about this <laughs> you because always feel it's just come
2: from such a you feel a bit sorry circuit. for them don't like, you it's so yeah. inarticulate you're like oh my no. favorite thing is when i i mean i've never write poetry that i would put out in the light of day but when i write columns or something and i sort of put forward an experience my favorite kind of commenter is the one who says well that never happened to me so therefore yeah. you yeah. have made yeah. this up do you know what i mean yeah. like so yeah. therefore it's never happened to anybody they're, yeah. they're my favorite ones like yeah like, thank yeah. you for sharing <laughs> this, yes this fear of my my world universe yeah. and my knowledge is the only thing that's ever happened to anyone
3: yeah, yeah. i like, Southampton. That's yeah. adding yeah. something to the cultural zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Talking about our feelings. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: look, do check out uh, Charlie's new book, Validate Me. It's out October 3rd again and available everywhere, I'm assuming. Everywhere. Everywhere. What, She's everywhere. And
3: what's your elevator pitch for Validate Me? What, yes. what could people expect? Um, it is about me genuinely having a mental breakdown because I spent too much time on my phone, going to LA, getting my heart broken and then receiving a string of emails from Elizabeth Day and not dying.
1: Wow. I mean, that's one hell of an elevator pitch, (laughs) I've got to say.
3: There's a shout out. I know, lovely Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. I love her. She also wrote the forward, So actually you should just get it to read her beautiful work. Yeah. If you're not interested in it. And your
2: beautiful work. Exactly.
1: Exactly. It's a marriage made in heaven. Okay, so do check out Charlie's book, um, Validate Me October 3rd. So Charlie, aside from obviously the book, you are here for other serious business. Yes. It's the business yes. of seriously debating very trivial things. Are you ready to do this? I
2: am. If you're not too busy getting a text. I know, sorry. Yeah. My <laughs> phone was on, yet again, not on <laughs> silent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ever the professional me. Uh, right, let's do this. First up this week, Charlie, I can't be, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at you about to say these words, but you know, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to rip off the band-aid. Is it just me that doesn't really get poetry? <gasps> now feel free to slap me i'm
2: so embarrassed i'm so sorry charlie
1: now okay i'll just i i think maybe it's a hangover back to english gcse and a level because you know i i got shakespeare which i guess is a form of poetry i guess you could argue but I, i got all the classics i love classic novels i mean i named my dog after mr bingley from pride and prejudice i love english literature but the poetry side of things, I kind of had to always fake a little bit. I never quite, you know, when it's a bit like music and you're in your university and everyone's into a certain band and you feel you've got to think you like it to fit in. It just always feels a bit like it's that for me, it's that real benchmark of proper, proper brainy people, <laughs> you know, yeah. people that genuinely yeah, it's, love. It's, it's, it's like,
2: like art for me. Uh, I feel yeah, very, yeah. very sort of like very it's a po- it's a poverty of education for me yeah. in in those cultural pursuits and, and, and poetry I'll go, is one of those i'll go
1: even further i feel like you're either super smart if you're into poetry or you are pretentious
2: <laughs> because <laughs> I which ge- one am i <laughs> well, no
1: i believe you because you're authentic and you've got integrity unless
2: i mean dr zeus i can well, quote you some yeah but you know what i mean well. i i feel like <laughs> yeah. if
1: somebody if somebody yeah. genuinely said to me like on a date oh who's your favorite poet i would just be like oh you're a Come on, get real. You know what I mean. I mean it's but I
3: ha- actually have to sit
2: through those <laughs> conversations and go. Um, well, but but you were saying earlier, it's like that for you when people ask those questions. It's like that. It's a test.
3: Oh yeah, immediately. Yeah. Also, I I agree with you. Yeah. I I feel so overwhelmed and uneducated when it comes to poetry, and I feel like I have to excuse myself all the time. I didn't study it at school, and. I think the reason why you either love it or you hate it or you get it or you don't is if it's been introduced to you in a way that's prescriptive. Oh, yeah. I know. yeah. Then of course you're going to hate it.
1: Yeah, true. Because
3: you're searching for meaning in something that... It's
1: like Latin. Yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> forced to learn Latin. That was
3: yeah. <laughs> my high school
2: experience of poetry spending sometimes months on one very long sort of like Samuel Taylor Coleridge or, or something like that where I enjoyed some of it, but you were sort of like drilled like an army sergeant in how to analyse that that poem. Totally
3: against what you're supposed to be doing And and so if
2: you read something and think, well, it just makes me feel this way and you can't validate that, then that was seen as something not as educationally worthy. So then you just tend to run away from the whole thing and think, well, I don't understand this. Yeah, that's true. I think think there's a bit
1: of a shutdown. I I think that's certainly with me. It's like, you know, I mean...
3: I recently got sent a teacher's um, PowerPoint plan where she had taken my first book and used it as example unseen text for her GCSE students to practice with and she'd shown me the breakdown of okay so where Charlie has used da, 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 or what method is she using here or what did she mean by this and she'd sent me over what she was expecting or hoping the students to say and I thought that's all shit like that's not that's not why I use that I didn't even know that that had a word for it um, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that and I thought, oh this is why we all hate it so much mm. because no writer is writing poetry to be smart but people read it to be smart Yeah, and when you've got that disconnect you're never gonna get a cohesive marriage of because like, you know
1: ultimately i would i would have thought you, know, but, uh, you really made an interesting point there i think what if you went back and asked a lot of like famous poets and even famous lyricists you know why did you do that? I thought it sounded nice. It is. That's that. pretty much what they probably I, thought at I the time. Think that, you
2: know, when I sort of like think back to that high school thing of studying all those classic English poets, it was like they were such hedonists in pursuit of beauty. And mm. and that was what sort of like fueled what they were doing. And then we, like the Dead Poets Society, where you just laden all this almost mathematical, almost trying to put an algorithm on it. Yeah. And it's... That's that's what kind of kills it for people. I you think. rob it of its yeah. essence, yeah, I suppose, yeah. don't you?
3: Well, I th- I think why poetry is having such a resurgence at the moment, other than the fact that we're all desperately miserable and trying to make sense of the awful world that we live in. We're going to make it lighter again. <laughs> no, it's um, going to be... I've, no. just, I,
2: I've decided to believe in Brexit. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, can, everyone yeah. keeps telling me it's going to be awesome. So I'm choosing to see sunshine <laughs> yeah. and rainbows. I mean,
1: I, I'd like to see that. Brexit poetry, like a whole book about Brexit poetry. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Really nice and happy.
3: Oh, and yeah, <laughs> sure. Could not pay anyway. enough money in the world. Um, <laughs> but, but, but why bre- it's having a resurgence is... So there are so many more poetry nights going on and that's becoming a cool thing again to go and do. And when you hear poetry and when you hear people perform it and the people that have written it, then you get it because you can actually hear the voice. So of is that where you would, for somebody
1: like me who does have yeah, this slight to, prickle, this, this sort of low to a reaction night. to it, try and go and see it live and yeah. it may totally change the way you view it.
2: completely. And do you think you can learn to be a poet?
3: I think, I feel like I'm learning to be a poet. Oh, come on. Well, you are a poet,
1: but- Well, actually, how long did it take you to seriously, cause going back to what we were talking about earlier, we talked talking about this idea of not having a proper job and you know having mm. the more creative. How long did it take you to seriously believe when people said to you, what do you do, Charlie? And you said, I'm a poet.
3: Um, about seven months after um, She Must Be Mad came out and even then, I, my change in posture, like it's a, it's a physicality where, when I was first pitching the collection in meetings, I would sit with my shoulders hunched and I would be facing a wall and go, um, uh, it's a, uh, it's a collection of um, poems and and short stories, but it's all from my diary, and or if someone in a bar asked me, "What do you do?" I'd go, "Um, oh, I'm, uh, I'm a writer, but it's uh, it's going to be published." But, um, yeah, to, uh, you, and now I'm like, oh, I'm a poet, and. I think finding, finding confidence in the novelty <laughs> has been really helpful because it's so Dickensian. You know, you, people really don't believe you when you yeah, say but I'm it, a poet it, for yeah. anything. But uh, and,
2: and do you just get interviewed all the time then? People just questions, questions, questions Yeah, about but then yeah. it's
3: always, they always ask you questions to try and catch you out. Oh, yeah. I mean, also, the first question is, how much money do you make?
1: Which is bizarre because you never still be... actually ask that question. But would they ask you that if you said you're a policewoman or That's or, yeah. And
3: I'm like, What was your bonus last year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they go, Pardon? I'm like, Yeah, it's really uncomfortable, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Wow. Gosh.
2: I mean I'm speechless. I know. Yeah. Where's basic manners, Charlie Cox? That's what I want to know. <laughs> exactly. That's why yeah. we're here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write a poem about manners, a stern Pern. reprise. Stern, yeah.
1: Well, I think the well the conclusion on that one is get yourself to a go see it live yeah, and then even if you are a bit like me like a bit of a naysayer you may be totally conv- convinced I, otherwise.
2: I also think it just must be just like any other art form and just get into it see what you like see what you don't like do you know what I mean just yeah. feel feel, feel like your like way. It but yeah. it's interesting
1: the, you know you said it's becoming at grassroots level and like it's becoming yeah. Yeah, there's a real resurgence of it of it. So. Yeah,
3: and it's it's got um, I mean I hate to say it because it makes me sound like a sellout but it's got. Um, commercial value again which it hasn't had for a really long time you know poetry sales are up I think last year it was up 47% and that's because young women are buying poetry were you 35% of that? I was part of this
1: so I need to basically I need to get with the programme yeah I'm basically living in the dark ages right i'm gonna get myself some oh tickets no, i
2: mean I'm, I'm with you i, I don't understand Come on, Joe, we can poetry, do this get, we'll I, go together yeah all right we will and then we'll write a poem
1: <laughs> except we'll be inspired it'll, it'll be look. called is it just me <laughs> a <laughs> who, collection of who poems can't write a poem
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you've already really really screwed yourself there because yeah, not I know. many things rhyme with poem
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's, that's really ironic Well... Isn't it?
3: So maybe it's a perfect perfect 2 But then again,
0: don't you think that's the
1: thing? I think there is this weird thing about poetry where people think, oh, it doesn't rhyme, it's not poetry. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't it? There is some people who basically think it has to have rhyming couplets to...
3: I personally don't get poetry that doesn't rhyme. Right. Which makes me probably a really basic fraud <laughs> but i just really like the rhythm and the neatness of rhyme that makes me kind of get it
1: i'm with you and also from so- someone like me i go oh precocious. it's a poem i can tell that's a poem yeah. Yeah. Uh, rather not than not just, just some a words. paragraph yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i mean some of my stuff doesn't rhyme and it's my least favorite stuff i'm like oh
1: so just not Are we there? basically basic poem bitches in that yes. sense? Yeah. Okay. Make it rhyme, people, and then I'll be. I'm, I'm in. Make it rhyme. Make it rhyme.
2: all night trying to think of words that rhyme with poem. <laughs> <It's a> great <laughs> it's irony, it? It's gonna be a very it? long yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> so, Charlie Cox, James Williams, is it just me who, despite all societal, this is not going to be a soundbitey one. This is like despite all societal rules at the moment. Still cares about how my appearance is and is slightly ashamed and guilty that I do care about my appearance because we're not supposed to care about our appearance anymore and I'm just so confused but I still don't want to look awful
1: no I'm with do you you know what I'm,
2: this yeah. is like the least succinct is it just me topic ever no I think
1: I think the point here is I think at the moment and it's yes, a great thing tell me thing. what the point is because well, I don't know I think at the <laughs> yeah. moment on social media in particular there is a movement isn't there the whole body positivity movement and I love it I think it's great and I look at people that I follow and I'm huge cheerleaders of and they're out there they're putting themselves out there in an unfiltered often unflattering way, and they don't give a fuck. And I think that is amazing. I like it so fast, I or can't tell you. Or do they? Well, I don't know. But my they thing is, w- what happens to me is I go, "Wow, you're amazing." And second of all, I go, oh, "My God, you are such a hideous, vein bastard because you would never, ever do that." Or you have a meltdown if somebody gets the wrong, slightly wrong angle. Like, we came in to the building today, and security <laughs> took our picture. And literally, every time they take my picture, I want to kill myself because oh, it's, yeah, it's no, the no. worst yeah. picture. It, the angle, the lighting. It's. But I, then I go, even just oh, saying I'm not those. That <laughs> I don't yeah. care, care that, that much. <laughs> I my really first care. thought was yeah. you could
3: grate cheese over this, and I'd make a lovely <laughs> autumnal dish of a jacket potato. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, although it's horrendous,
2: can I tell you because um, my company we get a, a discount at the Leon right round the Ooh. corner little discount, but you have to show your work pass. Oh my God, so I'd rather I'd pay. I'd never you. get the discount. yes yeah, I would rather yeah. pay more price. See, the, <laughs> that so, is cost, I, yeah, I think we've established F-O-T that F-O-T Joe
1: is. and I are the Danish <laughs> bastards around and, and that comes as no shock to any regular listeners, probably. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, in all seriousness, I do think it's it's becoming a bit of a, it's not the popular thing to do or say currently. No, I think there's not. a real, you know, you're supposed to embrace your flaws and show them and you know, this is about know, death to, you know, I mean, I'm not a face tuner. I'll be honest. I d- I've never done that. But, you know, I am all about finding your light when it comes to a picture.
3: I don't think there's anything wrong with
1: that. Is there not? Please tell me I'm not an awful person
3: not what well, well i mean it's different <laughs> chat for a different well, she's just day. met you <laughs> yeah, i know i mean yeah. and already yeah. she can tell yeah you're pretty
1: much an awful person yeah. but if that's the least of I your mean, problems,
3: your opening line was i just don't like poetry so yeah
2: <laughs> yeah
1: i'm yeah. an awful foot. person
3: Charlie, charlie's had some terrible dates to start that way yeah
2: you just haven't helped so, so
1: yeah. i'm an awful and a <laughs> philistine triggering oh, for me yeah. God, sorry. um
3: <laughs> no i don't think that that's bad and i also think that a lot of, um, I mean, I also agree, the body positivity movement is brilliant and I'm not in any way, shape or form um, negating on that. It's more for me that now saying that you're not vain is really performative and is actually its own form of vanity. Like mm. You're still doing that to position yourself in a certain way, yep. you know, in the same way that you're trying to find your right light to look better, you're also, Trying to tell yourself you don't care about what you look like to appear better to other people. It comes from that same... Yeah. You guys seem
2: to be... I, I think it's being framed as almost like a social media thing. But what I'm talking about, I think, is that... I mean, I'm going to be 50 next birthday, you guys. Whispering. I mean, it. I know. And I, and I don't know. I've sort of... I care that I stay fit. I care that my skin looks as best and as wrinkle-free as it can for as long as it can. I care that I've got energy for as long as I can. I care what clothes I wear. Is that shallow? I don't know, I just kind of feel like I wanna be energetic and as, and vital for as long as I can no like, I and I think I think it's, it, I, 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 there I think are it's honest I think seriously ugly pictures of me on Instagram and I don't particularly care about that no but I think there are lots but, of people
1: that would, would would say the first bit but not the other bit they'd say oh I just want to be fit i yeah. I, I yeah. got to be thin I want to be fit you know and yeah. it's like oh come on don't it's like I. there's no there's no harm in saying you want to look good and well, feel good I I've think they a, go hand in hand
2: I've got a shit ton of clothes I've spent a lot of money on clothes I'd like to fit into them for as long as possible <laughs> you need to go where because otherwise it's a colossal waste of money <laughs> yeah. yeah and so terrible for the environment exactly yeah it's all it's not going to landfill charlie it's staying in my closet to be worn at some point exactly yeah
1: but um but yeah No. i mean i don't know the thing is i do know people i I have relatives i have friends who genuinely have no vanity and i have to say i do find it it's, it's incredibly liberating. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think some people maybe on social media, they might be faking it a little bit. But honestly, I do know. I, I've i met them. I'm related to them. And they just give no fucks. And I just think, God, it must be... Well, A, just getting up and going out every... Get, get, getting up and going out the house every day must be so much easier and quicker because you literally just yeah. don't even... It doesn't even occur to you. I mean, I don't dress for other people. I do. I dress for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. not, it's not about validation for other people so much. But I still care. It's my own internalize like standards weirdly but it's look not at you look fabulous today exactly. Charlie you've nice. got the earrings you've got the layered ensemble going on really cool
2: there's nothing wrong with
3: enjoying no I love
2: putting it. that yeah. together I
3: my favorite part of my day is waking up in the morning thinking who am I gonna be today <laughs> and then I get dressed for who am I gonna be today and, who are you today <laughs> um I am Tired perch on top. <laughs> <laughs> Autumnal in, in babe.
2: F- yeah. Fabulous. The hound- is that a houndstooth be- jacket? Beautiful, sort of like autumnally shaded houndstooth coat.
1: It's a, there's some sexy Sherlock Holmes an, an vibes going green. on.
2: Yes. So an olive green suede little car jacket. Breton. Oh, yes. The ubiquitous Breton. I'm oh, not wearing I've got mine Breton. today.
1: Yes, I'm on a Breton.
2: Nice
3: jeans. Yeah.
1: Um. So, yeah, but like I said, it, there's no shame in that. But in the same way, though, I'm not saying that everyone has to have that same, you know.
3: No, but I just don't think it should be shamed. I don't think that that's One helpful. way or the
1: other. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that, I think that's the problem. And I anything? It, I think
3: it's polite to put effort into your appearance for other people. Completely agree. If I yeah. turn up to a meeting and someone... Doesn't look like they've thought about the fact that they're coming to a meeting. Yeah, maybe I'm an awful person, mm. but I think, well, you don't respect my time. No, yeah. I'm
2: really, I 100, percent I'm there with that, and I just feel, I don't know. I, it, for me, it's like your appearance and how you feel about yourself is tied up so much in your self-esteem and your yeah. energy to get through a day. Yeah. It's a
1: hard one, isn't it? Cause yeah. I guess as well, again, because we work in a creative industry. Like I always think, like you know, there's very little difference between my weekday wardrobe and my weekend wardrobe. Yeah, so, to many people. If, if you walked into a meeting with me today, they'd look at me and go, oh, you've made no effort. No, you know, I don't you're, believe, you're, no you're, that's not true. You're not in a suit and tie. But I'm saying in some, yeah. you know, in some industries, yeah. you, they, you would be sort of deemed as being very, very casual. So it is a funny one, I think. But,
3: but I think it's, it's also really telling how you wear it. Mm. in that, you know, you and that you obviously feel very confident and you come across very professional within that wow. outfit because it makes you feel good and it all uh, matches blue <laughs> <so laughs> yeah. <low> and white. <laughs> yeah, true. yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, I, I'm still reading from being called professional. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a first. No, no, I believe. No, no, no.
2: This is a considered. Yeah, it's smart exactly cash. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. considered as the right. Yeah.
1: Good job because as you what know, what
2: rhymes with considered? <laughs> <laughs> well on, delivered.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes well basically guys you know this is a bit of a hot one I think a hot topic so uh, let us know what you think you know we love hearing from you uh, do am I just an appearance fascist are we yeah you yeah. know tell us what you think we love hearing from you the yeah. um, email address is is it just me, podcast at gmail.com tell us your thoughts your opinions and do feel free to su- suggest um, some topics for future shows uh, like I said we read every single email
2: we do and we're back now so you better email us you better email us or we're going to we'll, be upset we'll feel
1: very unloved and yeah. with our vanity levels I mean that's not yeah. going to be a happy ending and you don't want
2: it? me running a poem about my heartbreak <laughs> trust me but
1: I will one Is day yeah. And yeah. I'm going to find those diaries of a teenage Elvin no.
2: <laughs> I'm <gasps> going to make you do an open mic. <laughs> they asked it. actually that would be quite funny that would be yeah
1: if we could do it for charity Joe, there's, there's no way yeah, right.
2: Right, yeah Yeah, the charity of Elvin exactly yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the best one
2: Yeah. <laughs> starts at
1: home it does yeah. always <laughs> word <laughs> right lovely one more to go Uh, So, Charlie, are you happy to introduce the last one, which is the one, yeah? And then uh, we'll get you out of here. It was yours. It
2: was
3: your topic,
1: wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Another copyright (laughs) cocks.
3: Yeah. I've never had someone, two people, come out with so many good riffs on my name before.
2: Well, you know. Well done. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. We're a poet <laughs> and we didn't know it. <laughs> you've been waiting for that one, haven't you? I really have. Oh. Yeah, been a, you've yeah. 33 minutes, minutes before someone dropped seconds. that one.
1: <laughs> you had Longer to let the side most. down, didn't you,
3: Jelvin?
0: <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
3: Is it just me that feels so much better and like I can get on with my life as soon as I've cracked my phone screen? <laughs> I think it might be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I kind of love this because yeah. I, I do get where you're coming from because there's an idea, isn't it? I think anything box fresh, mm. whether it's a white pair of trainers. Or, like, you know, any, well, basically anything white, uh, pretty much any item of clothing. But I think, yeah, there's just that thing you're waiting for someone to stand on it or knock something on have, it.
2: Have you ever read um, The World According to Garp by John Irving? No. That's, I that's the concept in that it's been disastered. Right. So why it's, like, there's a, I, it's so long since I read that book, but a plane crashes into a house and it's like, there's nothing else can ever happen again now because we've had that disaster
1: happen.
3: Right. Is it like that? Absolutely,
2: yeah, it's like you can and,
1: breathe again. Yeah. Otherwise, I, it's just a.
3: I love my phone as an object, as a you know. I'm that asshole. It drinks. It's like um, actually, I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> I will, I will try and sell you a Google Pixel Three if it kills me. <laughs> even though I make no commission off of it, I love my phone. I feel very passionate about it. You wrote a book on your I phone. I wrote a book on my phone and. You know, I'm so excited about October, not because my book comes out, but because another version of my phone comes out in October. Can I tell you, that's
2: not that normal. It's, re- no, it's yeah, really it, sad. Yeah, but
3: as like, soon as it yeah. smashes, I think, ah, oh, now I don't have to worry about smashing it because it's happened. What's, so what's, so what's the when record? You get it, why don't you get yeah. it out the box and just stamp on it and then it's done. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, some, there's
1: something about
2: reclaiming. I was
1: going to say, there's something about reclaiming <laughs> a, the power, yeah. Charlie. Taking in. Yeah, that,
2: this could be a whole new market. Look, we've done it already. It's pre- you don't smashed. have to worry about that now. Oh, just buy can it like so this. See the headline. I mean, to yeah. be honest, I'm
3: grateful Gen Z <laughs> smash phone straight out just box. to get it
1: over and done with. I mean, yeah. the, the smash Google phone. That, that, that's surely a poem waiting to happen, isn't it?
3: Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to have to be because I literally smashed my phone three well, days my, ago. Well, my I husband, like
2: I, I've only sm- cracked one phone screen and it was quite recently. And my husband was utterly disgusted because I was like, well, I need a new one now. That's <laughs> it. I need, I can't handle it. I can't
1: do it. I do admire people that can literally live with a smash because I, I, mean, I yeah. Yeah, this hasn't happened to me. But, uh, but, but people that literally just get on with their lives, and they just use it and they adapt to it. Is that you, Charlie, I basically? Think-
3: I think it has to come from lived experience, guys. (laughs) You know, as we're talking about something I'm so desperately passionate about, I hate myself. Um, I will judge someone if I see they've got a smashed phone. And it's interestingly, it's always people that have particularly good jobs or you know could afford to buy another phone and they still have a smashed screen. And I think, what point are you trying to prove Well, maybe
2: they're trying to save the earth.
1: Or maybe they know. (laughs)
2: All right. (laughs)
1: all right burn elvin
2: uh, okay yeah. well no it's true it's like technology is <laughs> or, like a really
1: big waster of resources or maybe they know they're such a klutz
2: Stop! it's true <laughs> i haven't got a new phone screen still slush. Let, i'm the one who bought one when i got a crack in it like you know yeah, you like, should pay yeah. to
1: get the glass replaced yeah, yeah, you do yeah. know that i know i know um, no but maybe it's because they know they're such a klutz it's just inevitable it's going to happen again very soon so they just don't bother do you think yeah. So why uh, Sang Charlie, so let, let me get this right. So when you feel anxious then it happens and then do you then get it replaced or do you live with it?
3: No, I mean I, my screen it, it actually looks like now every time I text that I'm at a rave because the half of the light now just flashes green <laughs> at my face.
2: And so you're living with this phone while also openly judging other people who've <laughs> yes. got cracked phones. <laughs> I'm, I'm up to speed now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Look, we yeah. love a hypocrite on this show. Is it There's nothing me? like a hypocrite. I
3: love but good, honest hypocrisy. <laughs> Hate <Yeah>. myself. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be friends with me if I knew me, and I'm okay with that. Oh, <gasps> oh
1: I, you
2: know, I think that about me as well. That's a whole other. Is it just it me? It really. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't like
2: me. We can't, anybody like me? else? We can't drop that yeah. bombshell
1: at this point in the show. <laughs> <laughs> we've got. To worry, we've
2: got so I've a, just I'm to pinning that it. one.
1: Yes, we're going to do that on another show.
2: I can tell that you're a likable person. Yes. Cracked phone screen or not? Yeah. I'll I think, stay. It's, I just think, I don't know, that would set my teeth on edge. I'm not a particularly anal, I think tending me, to OCD person, but that would really just put me in a bad mood every day, what, what seeing that me? cracked
1: screen. For me, it's when, when I've seen people with them, you can actually feel the cracks. Go, and especially when oh, you're... no, that's too much. Oh, right. Okay. That's a yeah. Self-in...
3: Oh, okay. So there's, there's grading
1: yeah, now. Oh. Of, yeah. Yeah. When you can almost this
3: like. This is a complicated relationship yes. you yeah. have with your cracked screen. This is why I need a therapist, um, <laughs> but it's also why I've got another book coming out so I can afford a therapist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it. Like yeah. it. Yeah. They're not cheap therapists. No,
1: they're not. Um Yeah, I yeah, cause I think yeah yeah, it, 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 it must what's the record then for you when it's happened then Charlie in terms of how long have you actually managed to keep that phone unsmashed? And versus and on the flip side, what's the quickest it's happened?
3: <laughs> this one has been about ten months now, guys. I thought like I'm hi, my name's Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah there it. must be there probably is a group for this.
1: Yeah. There's so hang on, you really you've asking. lived with a cracked phone for ten months? Or no, you it's
3: taken me 10 months to crack them. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. This, yeah. is, this is the current record, Fine. which was recently. Um, but then um, I am an awful person. But then in my head, like, well, the next one comes out next month.
1: So. <laughs> no, it's but look, I think, I, it,
2: I think if that's the, the sole reason that you're an awful person, yeah, then I think you're doing quite well. I think
3: you can sleep at night
1: yeah. without
3: you. too much of a heavy conscience. I'm just really yeah. pleased that we've got a time frame on this conversation because you might start learning other reasons why. (laughs) Well, my afternoon's just opened right up. I need to hear everything.
2: Also,
1: I would argue life is way too short for the alternative, which is trying to get one of those stupid, double-sided glass protectors onto your fucking phone. I mean, literally, life is too short. I would
3: rather have glass in my fingers than have to, like... (laughs) iron out bubble
2: creases yeah.
1: it's the people that literally have just bubbles all over their yeah. screen it's like disgusting uh, yeah. people
2: don't know how we suffer do they I no. mean you know
1: I first world problems <laughs> right here right now I don't now, like people. really
2: so sorting yeah. I don't <laughs> like on my iPhone that it, it tends to double the width of the thing that I need to hold so you almost need like a big ET fingered yep. hand mm-hmm. just to hold your phone I mean if there's any so doubt
1: Charlie this is what the people come here for they come <laughs> yeah. here for this kind of very serious shiz I'm <laughs> which is the technical term I'm for in. it all. you are you're spiritual you are
2: welcome Come yeah, here any time to you come and really just dump are. your crap on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I don't have to afford a therapist. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah.
1: god. Yeah, just come here all the time.
2: On this the show. is basically why we started the
1: podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Because
2: no. nobody else would listen to us <laughs> and
1: then broadcast yeah. our therapy. Yeah. You know, it's a bit like what you <laughs> do. You like actually,
3: publishing poetry.
1: Look. <laughs> See, beautiful, beautiful thread. synergy. <laughs> uh, oh look, on that note, we actually are out of time. Charlie, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, it's been
2: wonderful, have you? You really have. And honestly, it.
1: I'm going to give poetry another go. I've decided that's what I'm learning from today's episode. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to give it a go. And I'm obviously, if you feel the same way, do check out Charlie's new book. Once again, validate me out October 3rd. And um, I'll start
2: my YouTube account tonight just reading out my old diaries. Exactly. Yep. I mean, that's going to be a yep. viral smash. No I'll doubt about come it. I'll
3: over with a bottle of rosé and a camera. <laughs>
2: awesome yeah. Yeah. yeah you just have to guess where I
1: live so <laughs>
3: yeah. oh, no, I'm not that could be like, your I, art I project <laughs> <laughs> stalking
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: thanks again Charlie and thanks guys so much for listening we'll see you again next week bye bye
0: imagine the
1: softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time